Hello, friends, and welcome to Season 3 of So You Owned a VW Bus, the podcast fueled by the stories and adventures of our Volkswagen family. I'm Miracle. And I'm Ryan. This episode is a real treat for us. Over a year ago, we were camping with our good friend Greg in Ohio Pile, Pennsylvania. It was our first camping trip in Addy, and we had only started to kick around the idea of a VW Bus podcast and a multi-state trip when we met Jeffrey High. We're walking around the campground, and we happen to strike up a conversation with this guy. His name is Jeff, and he has this great New England accent, and he starts telling us about his day kayaking out on the Yacht. That's the rapid-filled river that carves its way through the forest of Ohio Pile. It turns out our new acquaintance is no stranger to adventure. My passion is mountaineering and basically skiing is my passion. And that born into mountaineering. And then um, I enjoy whitewater kayaking, mountain biking, road biking, um, and anything outdoors. My motto is I'd rather be outside in it than inside looking out at it. Lucky for us, Jeff gave us his New Hampshire address and phone number. Over the next year, we moved from apartment to apartment, and his phone number always stayed on our fridge. I was absolutely determined to interview him someday. So when we set off on our 49-state adventure, we stuck his phone number on our mini bus fridge. Well, we finally caught up to him at his New Hampshire home in early autumn. And he's even more of an adventurer than we first realized. I enjoy traveling by myself, and I'll go anywhere. And I've been most everywhere. Been spent months in Antarctica, Greenland. You know, I could go on and on. But those aren't Eurovan trips. You heard that right, folks. Jeff drives a Eurovan. I know full well that some purist out there is going to sit down and pen me a letter. Seriously? A letter? If they're a purist, they better not be sending me an email. Okay, fine. So if you think I've gotten too loose with this podcast and we can't have the occasional interview with our Eurovan friends, you can send that letter to 4985 Main Street, located in hell, where you can hand deliver it to me. Are you quite done? I mean, Jeff has his reasons for having a Eurovan. A Eurovan because of size. I mean, I could afford something bigger. But I wanted to blend in, and I like the aesthetics of a VW. And I love your VW. I think it looks beautiful. Um, but it, it would not handle the environment I'm bringing it into. Uh, clearly, I even believe some of the roads I've driven up in blizzards. I just, I wouldn't have made it. And um, so I always wanted a, you know, I always wanted a Westphalia, but then... You know, I've dreamt of it, but then when I you do the research, you know, 70 uh, horsepower, and uh, you're like, oh, my God, no air conditioning. All right, I want some luxury. <laughs> and I'm going to spend some t a lot of time in the desert in the southwest in addition to my winter travel. So that was the obvious choice. I had to move up from my prior want of uh, uh, Westphalia to a Eurovan. And I got lucky. I found one in, uh, in Washington State that had low mileage and um and i was willing to pay for it and so it was shipped on a truck to me in um, november of 2019 we met jeff right after he acquired the van and he already had it named high times i call it high times h-e-i-g-h -H is my last name 
and uh, high times, as in uh, live the high life, high times. But he had one other major change he wanted to make. A paint job. But not for the usual crusty VW bus reasons. You saw it when it was white. I drove up to many a store and people had told me the deliveries are in the back. And I wanted something that uh, I liked from a color perspective and to blend in. I am, my passion is stealth camping. I don't like campgrounds. I like to find fire roads, dirt roads, somewhere off the beaten path where there's no lights and camp stealthily. And my tan quicksand color, I blend in uh, extremely well. And uh, so that allows me to self-camp when I, when I go on my trips. Now that Jeff and High Times blend in, what did the world have in store for him? My first trip uh, was uh, into uh, New Brunswick and Quebec in the Chick-Chock Mountains in the Gaspé uh, Peninsula of Canada. And it's a very remote area. And... It really um, was the reason why I bought the Eurovan with its uh, 200 horsepower front-wheel drive. I was climbing mountains and snowpack and uh, camping high up near wind farms, et cetera, et cetera, in one blizzard after another. And I could always move. I never had a problem um, rotating my tires and moving. If you're the owner of a split window or a bay window... Or even if you own a Vanagon. This probably doesn't sound like your experience. I know it doesn't sound like our experience. And I call it a five-star way because I've spent many years tenting uh, on the trail, backpacking, Appalachian Trail, um, winter camping, climbing, spending a month in the winter in in tents. And uh, so the Eurovan is a cushy... um, way to live uh traveling singularly it's really easy because driving in that is not a chore i i love that window as i told you before i don't even listen to the radio i go cross country never turning it on i got the i got the beautiful world of green and mountains and desert and snow passing me by and it's the best show on the earth and i love that car and it's quiet that was another thing. It was very quiet. So it just, I love it. I could, I have gone to friends' houses and they're upset, but I, you know, I do what I do and I am who I am. I sleep in my van because I just as soon be in my van and hotels too. There are many hotels. I just want to sleep in my van. I don't want to be in the hotel. I'll pay to sleep in my van. That's how I feel. Jeff's desire to stealth camp and his insistence on staying in his van have landed him in some unexpected scenarios. I ended up in uh, Utah um, at uh, Alta, uh, at the top of Cottonwood Canyon. And typically what I do is I book one night um, at the top of this canyon to orientate, orient myself as to where I might be able to stealth camp. And that is not a... Uh, very legal place to stealth camp. But I did anyways, and then as it turns out, we had a record 60 inches of snow, and they classified the that top of the canyon at the base of Alta Ski Area. 
the two hotels were called interlodge, where you were not allowed to go outside because the avalanche danger was so bad. It was two and a half days we were interlodge up there. And, of course, no one was driving up to the top of the canyon. And so we were a small population of roughly 200 people. And the three days, three of the days, I was in my Eurovan in one of the small lots. And the Eurovan was literally covered to the my roof on both sides. It took me 10 hours to, uh, to shovel out of it uh, in the morning, one of the mornings during interlodge. Uh, and then, uh, of course, then we had the best ski day of my life. There was one area up in Colorado I moved, I moved to and I turned around. And then suddenly there's blue lights flashing and I roll my window down and the state policeman leans in and says, don't even think about it. You know, no, you're not, you're not camping here for tonight. Yes, sir. Off I went and then tried to find something else. But uh, that's part of the adventure, too, is hunting, packing, you know, going around the next corner. Ooh, this might be it looking at the maps, trying to figure out where I might go that nobody will bother me for a night. And uh, again, better than staying in a hotel. At this point, I have to say I'm a little jealous, not just of Jeff's adventures, but of the Eurovan itself. I mean, it is luxury. And usually if you ask a bus owner what they pack, you will get a laundry list of tools and breakdown supplies. You know, duct tape, spare distributor cap, clutch cable, road flares. But the reliability of Jeff's vehicle lets him give us a different answer when we asked what, besides his camping gear, is absolutely essential to his stealthy home away from home. Garlic salt. It's just, it's the seasoning of the gods. You know, you can throw everything else. I'm I'm not going. I'm going to have a big canister of garlic salt because i'm gonna put it on everything i eat <laughs> no no i mean i you know it, it you know you you laugh i mean backpacking you know you had your trail money which is toilet paper you know, yeah. you know that that's the, the most important and, and then garlic salt and then i don't care what i'm eating i'm gonna like it because i can put the seasoning of the gods on it and oh and then <laughs> I have a backpacking pillow. It's small. It's a blow-up. I love the thing. But it's like, why wouldn't I just bring a real pillow? So I bring a real pillow. And I kind of, every night, I'm like, ah, this is just, I am getting soft. This is, (laughs) so I'm not, I don't even want to, I'm, (laughs) I was reluctant to even say that. But I'm going to fess up. Yep, I got a pillow. (laughs) Garlic salt and a pillow. You are living the high life, Jeff. We are so glad we caught up to you. You were an early inspiration for what we are doing now, and you are a true gentleman and a true adventurer. If you want to see some pictures of Jeff's Eurovan and some pictures of his adventures, including being nearly buried alive in the snow, check out our blog on our website at ontheroadwithaddy.com. And pictures from our 49th State Adventure can be found on Instagram at ontheroadwithaddy. Addy is spelled A-D-I-E. This season, we are fortunate to have the support of the Jan Machowski Foundation in Switzerland. 
Thank you to our friends at the Foundation for supporting this project. You can learn more about the Jan Machowski Foundation by following the link on our website. That address again is onroadwithaddy.com. Until next time, everyone. 